Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 13, 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who overheard the umpires on Friday say they will not give free kicks for LBW. It's Adam Rosenbachs. They were, they were right on it, Michael. They refused to. They said even if there's a Hawkeye, even if Shane Watson walks out to the middle. Okay, no shot offered. No shot. It doesn't matter. They're uh-huh. not going to pay it. Yep, yep. Uh, and, and they were they were red because they've been red hot for the first what thirteen rounds. Everyone yeah. was there was LBs, there was Corporate Hines. Yeah, Mark Evans was, was very, very Mark Evans was very strong at that coming out at the start of the year, saying you know uh, handled ball will not be tolerated anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything like that, and they refused to pay it. And on Friday night, even Hawkeye said that's plum. Yeah, didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Hawk still got over the line. <laughs> Brad Scott, we're talking about Brad Scott. Brad Scott came out after the game. He was furious, mate. Furious. Look, I thought he handled it pretty well. Yep, yep. I thought I he thought did. thought if your team loses, don't mm-hmm. don't find excuses. Just say we lost. Yeah, we weren't the good. We weren't the better side. Yep. on the night, and I think he went about that the right way. He did. He's played it gracefully, uh, yeah. dignified. But he didn't listen to any kind of any any kind of you know whispers or rumors going around the stadium through the staff nah. or the players. No, he just played nah, it very. No, he just said, you know what, Hawthorne outplayed us at the end and <laughs> got away from us. He just would refuse. And this is a sign of a good coach who refused to make excuses. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, in fact, uh, he actually made the grand statement that the umpires uh, refused to give free kicks to Lindsay Thomas because oh, he's, he's are a you kidding me. He's a ducker. That's what he said, ducker. And Lindsay then, Thomas, a ducker. Yeah, and then the when, AFL. When has anyone, when has anyone said that <laughs> to this point in Lindsay Thomas's career? Why would they make this outlandish statement yeah, yeah. right now? Yeah, it's like, it's. I'm furious. I'm I'm furious all the way up here. I can I can feel your fury down there in Wayne Jackson Studios. But he um he said, oh well, actually we should probably point out actually I'm up I'm yeah. up on the Gold Coast, Adam. Oh yeah. Yeah, so uh, you you went up for their bye week. I did. You wanted I did. to see what they're up to in the bye. You thought, fuck, they're on party time. It's not going to be like schoolies. I, I came up to. T- <laughs> yeah, I'm meeting the team after this. We're gonna- yeah, sweet, sweet. Well, Carmichael Hunt. Uh, sorry, not Carmichael Hunt. Um, uh, what's his name? Who went to Frio? Harley Bennell. Harley Bennell. Sorry, yeah. he took a couple of weeks off from Frio because he's recovering from a calf injury, and he went to the Gold Coast to oh, recuperate. Did he? Yeah. Oh, really? So because he's he's found no trouble on the Gold Coast. Well, they, and he's having troubles in Perth. To his to his credit, though, didn't that didn't the didn't the the photo happen in Tasmania? Well, absolutely. Oh, he likes to spread it around. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't it, keep it to one, uh, you know, southeast Queensland location. He's not like that. Is he from here? Is he from the Gold Coast? Well, I thought he was from WA. Yeah, it's a bit weird to kind of... I mean, well, I suppose he'd come back old habits die hard. I mean, the draw yeah, of Cav- but, Cavill Avenue. Well, that's... I mean, if you haven't finished off your drink card... Yeah. <laughs> you can't just leave it. Yeah. You know? He's not an idiot. It's still probably a few meter maids they've got, you know, you've <laughs> yeah, got a exactly. hit on, handy number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I actually am coming from Car- Carmichael Hunt Studios today. Um, Lovely studios. You're, you're looking... Fuck, man, you're looking really alert. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've got a, <laughs> I've got a police interview shortly, but we are, we've got to get this, get this one done quickly. When did you, when did you last go to sleep? <laughs> Uh, so it's it's a credit it's a credit to our financial our prudent financial um, savings that we actually have studios all around the country. Got them well, in Brisbane. We Sydney. know what we're doing. We have because uh, uh, I have a recycling business. Yeah, yeah. And you know because I'm inside a trader. Yeah, sure. I've that got, will not come undone. I've got my mummy blog, and so that's how I pay for all the stuff. Oh, yeah, sweet, sell sweet. the prams and uh, <laughs> you know advertise the night nanny. <laughs> now Brad Scott, he came out so after the game, he, he was furious, and he came out and said that the umpires are uh, uh, no. I think the story goes that uh, it's a case of kind of whispers. I think the story goes that a North player in an argument with an umpire 
Oh, yeah. After Lindsay Thomas. And it would Thomas. have been heated. heated. There were four umpires. So we, do we know which one it was? Uh, no, no. They all look the same to me apart from Razor Ray. Because <laughs> you, you just look for the little guy. Yeah. Um, the guy who walks up to Paul Poplo and goes, oh, you're a big fella. <laughs> and um, so... So there was a player who had, kind of had an argument with the with umpire because yeah. Lindsay Thomas didn't get a free kick for, for high. Oh, not Lindsay Thomas. Yeah, and the, and the North you've player... You've got to pay... If they're there, you've got to pay them. Well, that's the thing. You do have to pay them. And and the player... I mean, if they're there and he's dropped his knees and he gets an arm around the head, you've got to pay them. <laughs> I mean, if the, if no one's around him and he drops to the ground and rides in pain, you've got to pay him. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said that. Sure, definitely. If you get, like, an, uh, an arm within about a foot of his head, yeah. And he and goes he, down. Yeah, and he arrives on the ground, yeah. You've got to pay him. Yeah. I mean, if he gets carted off in an ambulance... <laughs> For no reason. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, sure. If he acts like he's playing Euro uh, 2016, then you got to yeah. pay it. you got to pay it. Fucking pay it. Yeah. But uh, then the, and there was the argument with the umpire and then... So the, the player said, there's a free kick to Lindsay. Yeah, and he our said... Our mate Lindsay, our teammate. Yeah, our buddy boy. The man we love. Yeah, our, our goal sneak who kicked a couple of amazing goals. They were good goals. Um, he said, uh, you know, I think he said, you know, did you not give it to him because of the reputation of being dark? The umpire said, no, mate, no, we don't read the papers. We've got no idea. We live in a little, you know, we, we, yeah. we're focused umpires. We can focus on training and throwing the ball over our heads backwards, okay? Well, don't they... After the game, don't the umpires go into like a biodome? Yeah, essentially, because they don't want to be influenced by the media. No. Yeah, no, 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 they're the best at that. Yeah, they, no, they I, stay away from all that yeah, shit. Living on a bar, it's quite actually quite quite sweet. You know, all all of them yeah. go in there and they you know run laps and they stretch and they give each other advice on how to bounce the ball and you know they yep. the goal umpires kind of you know do their technique and they wave the flags around and they switch their hats every now and then. It's quite cute and funny. Yeah, and the goal umpires practice a. Uh, change of signal, you know, when they cross the flags over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No goal. Yeah. I love that. Because yeah. it happens so rarely. Yeah, and every now and then, like, the because uh, they're, they're kind of, you know, practicing training, every now and then there's a bit of a joke. The field, un- field umpires will yell out, super goal! Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <got> <laughs> yours. They practice yelling out, yours. <laughs> running backwards, yeah. yeah. And avoiding uh, beer cans thrown by you. Yeah. Um, so... Then they go into the rooms and then the North player talks to a couple of North Melbourne staff and then I think the oh. conversation gets kind of con- uh, changed into the umpire hang on, said... Hang on, so you're saying that this is falsified? Yeah. Well, so I, someone said to the boot starter, hey, they don't like Lindsay Thomas, and the boot starter went in and goes, mate, they fucking said Lindsay Thomas a ducker. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it's almost like a, a misconstrued conversation, which uh-huh. eventually got to Brad Scott, who was obviously quite angry after the game. He locked the media out. You can't do that, mate. No, no. Robbo was banging on the door because he left his uh, Marlboro Reds in there. <laughs> <laughs> he was furious. <laughs> and, uh, and so then they uh, – and then he came out of the press conference and said, uh, uh, you know, he was on good authority. The umpire said they wouldn't give Lindsay Thomas a free because he's, quote, unquote, a ducker. And then good the authority. AFL got pretty angry about that because that questions the integrity of the game, Adam, the integrity yeah. of the game. Well, you, do, you never question the integrity of the umpires, even though they're sponsored by OPSM. Yeah, for sure. do not question question the integrity of our umpires. Well, the umpires, the umpires got very angry about the integrity of the game because they, in fact, had Hawthorne uh, uh, the 1 to 15 points in the spread. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> they're looking for a big win. Uh, and then um, the uh, umpire dudes, they listened to the recording of the game. Oh. And Wouldn't that be fascinating listening? Well, you can do that, actually. I think, I've got a feeling you can actually get a get a, a kind of digital radio where you can listen to the umpire during the game. Exclusively? Like, yeah, yeah. I think you're at the game. Really? Yeah, I think there's a digital radio you can listen to the umpire microphone and there might be another another channel you can get as well. Maybe can you the- listen to the emergency umpire? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's the feature most people are into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. press yeah. red for dickhead. Yeah, it's just him kind of going, oh, I hope someone does a hammy <laughs> and get on. And then him running out there going, hey, hey, get out, cut out, cut out. I could report, I would report. Uh, yeah. No, I won't. Okay, I'll get off. They've got to be great suit pants. And... Um, and uh, and then the AFL said, uh, actually, that that didn't really happen. And uh, so they're looking a big fine for Brad Scott because integrity of the game. And yeah. So so he actually could get a match. They've been talking about twenty thousand dollars and the like, uh, and, and North 000. to get fined as well. Oh, I think they should be um, kicked out of the finals. I think you should lose points. I reckon they should be if they make finals, they should be made to ninth. Yeah, just like Essendon. Yeah. yeah. So the Blues might be in it, mate. Looking forward to that. I mean, <laughs> any way we can do it. <laughs> yeah, take their points away. I mean, but yeah. It's a massive thing for him to go within a press conference to go, you know what, I heard this from my players. And I and he trusts his players. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So he's gone, this is what happened, and I'm going to say it out there. The umpires don't like Lindsay. I mean, okay, you know what they should do is find anyone who likes Lindsay Thomas. 
Are there many? Yeah, you were there Friday night. Yeah. What was the feeling in the ground like with Lindsay Thomas? Um, I don't think there's a, like a noticeable, a noticeable dislike. dislike. Or, yeah, I don't think there's a crit. Like, I mean, you're I, fucking kidding me. I hate him. <laughs> I reckon. I fucking kill him. You know what? I reckon this ducking thing's a bit of a bit of a furphy. Do you? Yeah, I reckon. And there, there were quite a few incidents in the game. Yeah, in fact, the one thing I noticed at the very end that was kind of the uh, the uh, Poppy uh, it was McMillan, I think, pinned him for holding the ball, which kind of ended the game. Yeah, and Cyril ran by him and put his arm out, and I can't remember if he did touch him or he definitely touched him below the shoulder. If he did touch him, and he went back as if he'd been smacked in the head, and no one seemed to really brought that up. I thought that was that's far worse than anybody kind of oh, no, lowering Brad's the knees. Got, Brad Scott wrote about that. In feces at AFL House. Yeah. He wasn't but, happy. But he was furious anyway about life and times after the game. So I suppose I don't know what the conversations were. You know, do you go and verify that with 15 different people? But maybe. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe you kind of chill out for a while and then you can make the grand statements. But um, yeah, he's probably looking at a fat fine. Although, so do you, th- do you think then press conferences should be held on a Monday? I reckon. And not immediately after a loss? Yeah, yeah. When the, a couple of days? When the sting's gone out of it and we're, not, yep. we're no longer interested in that, um, <laughs> in yep. that Fremantle-Brisbane game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like uh, after your team's come out and tried to bash another team and then lost in both the fights and the game? Yeah, well. Maybe don't do a press conference after that? I reckon they probably won the fight. I reckon they probably won the fight, but they didn't win the game, you, yeah. Okay, do you think North should get fined for not allowing the media? Like, we were locked out. The Junk Time yeah, AFL yeah. podcast couldn't get into the North Melbourne rooms. Yeah, straight away I went from my seat straight down to North Melbourne rooms because yeah. I uh, yeah, wanted to get into them. And, uh, and, yeah. and yeah, you were there. You're, I mean, you were always there at Eddie Ed Stadium. You're outside, yeah, the, absolutely. outside the women's toilets, as we all know. Yeah. I uh, had one, uh, Lindsay Thomas Pinata, ready to go. <laughs> and they said, mate, you're not coming in. I was yeah. like, what? Not, that's, what? not this week. Yeah. Although it's I full of... Full of candy. It's a fair crack to the. Um, it's full uh, of foot candy. Yeah, <laughs> fair crack to the AFL when they knock on the door and try get the, try and get the twenty thousand dollars out of Brad Scott. Who do you reckon they're going to send to that job? Uh, no one. No it? one wants that one. Who could they send though? Send his brother. <laughs> then yeah. you can hand it over. Yeah. Or, or get. Or maybe, maybe if Brad's a bit short, he can uh, just get you know sort of short on cash. Get Chris to pay it, and then they kind of you know like do a bit of a Sweet Valley High twin reversal. Yeah, and no I one think, knows who it is. That's the, I think that's the first time Sweet Valley High has been mentioned on this <laughs> podcast. But uh, yeah, but um, yeah, there were there were heaps of fights. I think I noticed at the game, and you could tell it was an attitude from North at the at the beginning. And I was oh, all they, for it because the Blues were fantastic. Um, what, what was the feeling like in the crowd? Was it does it g everyone up? Were you around North Melbourne supporters? Yeah, I was. Yeah, there was because uh, like I have often wanted to smash you as a Hawthorne supporter, so yeah. I get the feeling. Of what it was like to be a North Melbourne player. Yeah, well, they you could see North's back six, so they were running from their huddle. At the, you know, when they're doing the pre-game kind of, come on, boys, let's get in them. And they ran when they were running, running towards the you know their positions in the Hawthorne forward line. Um, they ran through the Hawthorne midfielders who'd gathered in the middle, oh. and then they ran through the. They got down to the Hawthorne forward line and started bumping them immediately and stuff. You know, so there that were means you're here to play, doesn't it? I think there were fights at both ends before the ball had been bounced. I think, yeah. So yeah. it was obviously, a, if not a directive, it was a you know, and they built it up during the week, you know, saying you know that there was going to be blues and North didn't want to you know back down from Hawthorne and the like. Yeah. And could um, you imagine that in any other walk of life where your opponent? Is go up an elbow, like in any other occupation. Like if you're going through the cell service checkout at the supermarket <laughs> and a chick comes over, you just fucking start you know, giving it to her. Go, Come on, you fuck. Yeah, well, I wonder how many... How many games? Oh, there's how many games we actually get to do that before before it kicks off? I mean, I suppose a lot of sports you're on the opposite sides of the field, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty rare that you are side by side. What about in like uh, field hockey? You'd be side by side. Yeah, and you've got a weapon too. It's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, smack a smack. Um, Darts? No, field hockey. You'd start it. Obviously, you got to you know hit it out. Oh, from the centre. So yeah. it's like soccer. Yeah. Um, mm, interesting. But anyway, the Hebsa Blues. It was really great. It was really good fun. And uh, and we Ferrito was going bananas, mate. Dude. He's taking on, mate. You know how tough Ferrito is. He went Isaac Smith. He went Luke Bruce too. Do you know what kind of brave man it is <laughs> that takes on Bruce and Isaac Smith? <laughs> fucking hell, man. That guy's a psychopath. Well, I imagine I've got a feeling that might have been a tactic to kind of get into fucking uh, Lukey Bruce's um, uh, wheelhouse, into his mate. Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get into his it? kitchen. Um, how did Bruce play? He, he kicked a couple, I think, but no, he wasn't yeah. uh, wasn't overly spectacular. Yeah. yeah, but it was a hell of a game. It was a hell of a game. It was it was, oh, it was a definitely a finals finals match. It was fantastic. 
And there were four umpires. Did you notice the difference? I didn't notice a difference. I remember at the start of the game I was listening to the radio and there was someone complaining about it. I can't remember which station, but they were complaining about it being the most over-officiated game in the, in the world. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. what are there, four boundary, four, there were four senior and two goal umpires. And the emergency, let's not forget the emergency. I don't forget him. Yeah. But no, I didn't notice anything interesting. I mean, if anything, there were probably a couple of frees that were given um, by the umpire that wasn't directly in control. So, you know, they get to see different angles. Yeah, that's true. What did you think of the Zach, uh, uh, Jack Zebel where he got sort of flipped over by McAvoy? That wasn't a free, was it? Uh, I, re- I, think, uh, the, I think the free was given kind of for a dangerous tackle as such, yeah. But, but McAvoy pulled out of it. Like, I'm, I'm disappointed in, in Ben McAvoy. No. McAvoy should have drilled him into the car park. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't slam into the ground, yeah. But, I mean, but do you want to get tackled and then lifted up by, what, probably a six-foot-eight tall man and, you know, yes, hope so for do. the best, yeah? Yes, yeah, yeah by a premiership player, yeah. Um, entertainment at the game. Oh, yeah. Quarter time. Did you... Bongo cam? No, bongo cam. No bongo cam. Um, it's a shame. What about the pregame? What was their banner like? The North Melbourne banner. We've talked about that before, but we hadn't witnessed it. I got there just as they were coming into the ground, so I didn't get to see that, unfortunately. Michael. I know. I know. Um, let everyone down. But they had uh, two quarter time. They had a football, like a, a beach ball, large football shaped beach ball. I said that the yep. wrong way around. Yep, yep. And you had to punch it around the lower level. Awesome. Like, well, for, I suppose, a, not really a specific time limit. I think it was just when they kind of got bored of it and told you to stop. Yeah. And then that did Josh, did Josh Gibson see it and just run you over, third him, man yeah. up, bang, yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then when it finished in that bay, that bay won a prize. I'm not sure what prize it was, but I'm sure it was a wonderful, wonderful prize. Oh, fuck, it would have been a great prize. Yeah, I think it was a, a two-week trip to New York, I think, off yeah, the top of my head. Bad. Yeah, I think 3,000 people got one of them. So, well done, guys. <laughs> well done, guys. <laughs> and then, I don't know why they're not making money. Halftime was just Little League, and then at three-quarter time, they did that uh, excitement cam. So, they put the camera on you, got to jump up and down as if, like, your team's kicked a goal. Right. And do you win anything for that? Is that a round-the-world trip that you win? or? Uh, no, I don't think you win anything for that. A lot of that's focused on little kids because, you know, little kids are fucking stupid. They'll do fucking anything. Yeah. Well, what are they doing there? It's like 9.30 at night. Go home, you little fuckheads. Oh, it's Friday. Some schools are broken up. Holidays, mate. Oh, is that why you're on the Gold Coast? Uh, <laughs> I haven't been here for ages, actually. I haven't been here for a long, long time. Last time I was here, uh, it was actually schoolies last time I was here. Okay, yeah. mate, that was last year. November last year, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that, yeah. Hello, ladies. Hey, big news at North, Adam. Always big news at North. Um, our friend James Brayshaw. Yep. Got to leave at the end of the season. Oh, this is devastating. I yeah. mean, of all the presidents, he is in like the top 16 of just the ones that are out there that are at the forefront Absolutely. for the game. Absolutely. So he's probably been there for how many years do you reckon? Oh, two, six or so? Eight? Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. So uh, the Constitution says he can't go on anymore. Um, does it? Does the Constitution have the right to bear arms? <laughs> yep, yep. That's the uh, Second <laughs> Amendment. And then they have uh, Ben Buckley. It's going to take over as North's chairman. Um, okay. Buckley, he was at the AFL for a long time. Yeah. And then he went to. So he's, uh, got, he's got insider knowledge. He went to Football Australia for a while. Yep. And there's one interesting thing Brayshaw said. Well, it's very cavalier too. Like he. he yeah, okay. He. This is what Brayshaw said. He said, "We didn't give him a lot of option." And I said, "Mate." You've got, I've got to go. Uh, no, mate, I've got to, by the constitution, get out. That's that's a strange phrasing. Yeah, it's just, it's the way you've done the constitution, mate. You've got to leave. You don't have to get out. Mate, I've got to, by constitution, get out. No, no, who talks like that? It's like, <laughs> mate, by the constitution, I've got to get out. Mate, I've got to, by constitution, get out. And we've you got to fi- you've never said that phrase in not, your life? Not quite in my life. And we've got to find someone else, and that someone else is you. So he didn't even give him an option. He just kind of no, you know, stuck him just, in a room. But he made an interesting point, Brayshaw. He said, I've always said, I don't know if he's always said this, but we'll put it out <laughs> no. there. I've always said that when, it came, when I came in, if you had, that you had five boxes that you... Categorically, fucking categorically. Yeah, it's got a way. <laughs> yeah. Is that, he going to tick him? Yeah, categorically need to tick. Definitely got to tick him. At a footy club, and oh, they yeah. were captain, mm, uh-huh. coach, bleh, <laughs> head of footy, bleh, yep. CEO, <laughs> mm, and president. So captain, coach, 
Head of footy, CEO yep. and president are the five boxes you need to categorically tick. So he's ticked himself off. He's going, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've nailed it. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I tick myself. Pretty, I'm good. Pretty furious, though. There should be seven. Number six, boot stutter, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then number seven, the creepy fan that weirds all the players out. Yeah, Every absolutely. club needs one of them. Yeah, Need to have that guy. Yeah, goes away too many training sessions. Yeah, that guy down there who thinks they're, thinks they're mates. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, they yeah. like hanging out with them. Yeah. When in reality, when he leaves, all the players are like, oh, thank fuck, that bloke's gone. Yeah, which at Hawthorne is you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when does he take over? Is that next year? When does, does Brayshaw get, like, a, uh, a parade at the MCG, like a lap of honour? I reckon he's going to ride an elephant around the, uh, around the lap of honour. <laughs> But I, yeah, no, I, I would imagine that. they'd have an annual general meeting at the end of the year and then there'd yep. be a transfer. But he's he appointed his own man. Like, there's no questions about, you know, wow. people are people running for it or, you know. There are many qualified North Melbourne celebrity fans who could do it. John Farnham could get on board. Oh, wouldn't you love him? Ricky Ponty. Everyone I think, loves it. I think, I think Punter might be on the board already. Why doesn't Punter give it a crack? I would love to see Ricky Ponting as the, uh, the president. Because mm. not only... Does he know football, but he knows uh, hair hair products. And multivitamins. And multivitamins. Yeah. I'd say you've got a fit-looking list. I mean, yeah. that's work, work for Essendon. Yep, yep. Everyone looks sharp. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so other games this week. We're recording this uh, around nearly 5 p.m. on um, uh, Sunday Eastern Standard Time. So Swans uh, have towered up Melbourne. Big time uh, the wet. GWS and Essendon have just got underway about halfway through the first, the first quarter. Um, and let's just assume that GWS may win that one. But well, let's talk about the massive game on Saturday, Michael. Probably the game of the round. Uh, that will be Brisbane versus West Coast. Yeah, yep, huge the game. game. Was that, I mean, you're in South East Queensland, obviously. Yeah. Would have been just pubs packed. Yep, everyone was stopped. Everyone, everyone you know, you know what's There's going no on. There's no traffic out there because everyone was just watching the game. Yeah, yeah. all the talk of Leper and stuff like that. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's yeah. really on board. Um, but the uh, Eagles won that by about 50 points. i tell you who's angry about the Brisbane Lions' life and times at the minute. Um, Adam? Uh, Acker. No, not quite. He doesn't get oh, too okay. much of a mention. He's down in Albury. He doesn't, you know, he's out of, yeah, out sure. of the way now. Out of the loop, yeah. Our friend Jonathan Brown. Not Brownie. Yeah, Brownie's really angry. But What's, he, what about? He's strangely angry about the fixture. Oh, as am I. Well, you said, Which bit? You said that uh, he's quite furious at the AFL because the Lions had the second hardest draw in the first half of the competition. Oh, that's fucked. Why would they do that to them? I find it really strange to get angry about that. And also, you can't, you can't, you can't really predict. I mean, you, can, you have a hunch, but you don't really know who's going to be good. Well, no. It, like, did he want, like, 11 games against Essendon? Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, who do you want to play? Like, do you want to I mean, play? The, he's been concussed a lot. Let's, let's, <laughs> fair's fair. Brownie doesn't know a lot of what he's saying. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you can't play like, you know, I don't know, uh, Port one week and then, you know, a Neeful team the next. Like, you. Why you, not? Says who? Okay. Why can't we break out there? I mean, you look at all the Brisbane fans. If they're smashing their reserves team, mm-hmm. if they're playing an intra-club match. Yep, yep. All of a sudden, oh, lines are undefeated. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Super coach Lepic. There's none of this yeah. talk about yeah, when's exactly. he going to go. Yeah, yeah. Let's recontract 2020. But he got pretty angry about it. Said, so, you know, fix it up for Christ's sakes because it's an absolute disgrace going into a season like that. I, I find it really weird to get angry about that. Well, it is weird, and there's no need to blaspheme either. Like I even. Mean, what Even, did Jesus do? But if you look at it at the start of the year, and you, I mean, you were as negative as, as anyone about Carlton, but if you thought oh, you got two games against Carlton, you'd be jumping up and down. But now, they almost look like they could almost be a threat to maybe teams in the, you know, ninth to 12th area. I don't like the way you say <laughs> almost. We are, we are coming. Can you smell what the Blues are cooking, mate? Yeah, yeah, great. Yep. Uh, Geelong uh, accounted for the Bulldogs rather oh, easily. Know. What? Yeah. What's the Bulldogs won nine to half time? Uh, it was that's bad kicking. They could have easily been two eight. Yeah, it was fifty seven points in the end. Um, that's a big win. Yeah, 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 and that puts uh, Geelong uh, on ten and three. So there's a bit of a bottleneck at the minute of North Hawthorne, Geelong, and um, the Swans. They need to widen that. It needs to be a top six now. I don't like bottlenecks. It just slows everything down. It's a real bottleneck, actually. It's all about percentage now. Um, as we get, to, uh, we're, we're past the halfway mark. A lot of teams yeah. having buy. How do you how do you feel about buys and football and the like, Adam? It's a bit it's a bit boring not having these extra games, isn't it? It completely is. I have uh, contemplated killing myself on several occasions over this yeah. weekend, more so than normal. Yeah, no, I've been encouraging it too. Did you get my note? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Um, 
I think just have one whole weekend free. Yeah, just okay. no football. Everyone can, you know, go away, go to Bali, go to the snow, do whatever you want to do. And yeah, we're talking Brian about the players, Taylor, right? Brian Not... Taylor can uh, step back, think of more types of candy that people can sell. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Everyone can just go away, refresh, come back. Second half of the season, let's go. Because it's the middle of winter. You don't want to stagger it. It just makes it more annoying. Well, in a way, it's kind of hard to work out which one's best because we do have three weeks of this where the kind of teams are having the rest. And there is that, yeah. that, that one week off in the middle of the year, like, it is incredibly boring. You're kind of all fired up for football during the year, then you have nothing. Unless they put yeah, on like true. a novelty event. But I mean, it's not going to be State of Origin because they're never going to do that again. But I don't know, some kind of novelty event, like maybe um, you know, the Junk Time All-Stars playing each other or something. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why don't you have like, uh, like four EJ Witten games in a row? Yeah, okay, yeah. Every may- celebrity in Australia just gets a fucking run. Or maybe just we go to every ground, like every home ground, you know, like almost like a normal fish. Like one in Queensland, one in Sydney, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we just do bongo cam for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so you get like 60,000 people to the G and people yeah. just play the bongos. Just play the bongos for two hours. <laughs> That's fucking great. The hovercraft just drives around the MCG for yeah. an hour. Yeah, why not? Why not? Just get all of the halftime entertainments that we've talked about during the year. There's no yeah. game. Just no game. We just do that for two yeah. hours. Yeah. So we do, you know, like a spinning wheel like we did at the Carlton game last year. You know, you punch around the beach balls, all that kind of jazz, you know. Um, I'd go. Yeah. Oblivious cam, you know, get that going. I love that. I two, love that. Can you imagine two hours of oblivious cam? And if someone didn't notice for two hours, oh, how, in, how, how intense would that be? Fuck, man, I'd go to that. It's counting down, like one hour, 59 minutes and 55 seconds, and you're going, is he going to notice? Is he going <laughs> to notice? And, wow, he's been that, looking at his phone for a long time. That should be his, its own round. That should mm. be its own game. Um, so the Hall of Fame, Adam? I was disappointed, Michael. Uh, it's, it seems to be like an annual occurrence now, isn't it? I mean, I, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Um, what more do we have to do? That's yeah. what I. That's what I ask you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what kind of? Uh, We've spoken to Brownie. We've spoken yeah. to Juddy. Yeah. We spoke to Ruffy. Yep. How many more big names do the Junk Time AFL podcast have to bring out? Yeah. Like, do we do we need Dipper? Oh, that could push us over the edge. How many? How many? How much joy do we need to bring to the people of Australia and the world? I agree. Before we get uh, we get to walk up onto the stage at Crown, enter the Hall of Fame, and been given like a frame a framed little kind of certificate by Mike Fitzpatrick. I yeah. mean, that's that's every little kid's dream. Oh, to get that frame, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't even know why they bothered with the interview with Jared Whateley. What What do you think Jared would ask us? Uh. Uh, <laughs> how the fuck did you get in? Yeah. Who are you again? Who are you, fuckheads? Yeah. <laughs> um, can, you, can you please stop swearing on a live broadcast? <laughs> Why are we doing this via Skype? <laughs> uh, Morris Riola got in. I think that's on me. I think that's on me because I lived across the road from him when I was a little kid. So oh, I did think, you? Yeah, I've, I think I've mentioned that, haven't I? Oh, yeah, possibly. Uh, I once saw him in a towel walking around the veranda. <laughs> I have a distinct memory of that. Um, <laughs> did they? Was that uh, one of the photos they displayed? Yeah, yeah. No, that's his Hall of Fame picture. Um <laughs> Nigel Lappin got in. There's been a few yeah. uh, Brisbane Lions getting in of late. Well, so there should. When's um, Clark Keating going to get a nod? Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Uh, Paul Bagshaw. Okay, Paul Bagshaw, known as Mr. Magic. Oh. Um, because he was the founder of the uh, delicious treat Ice Magic. <laughs> uh, so he's Mr. Magic. He won yep. He won seven premierships at Sturt. He's won seven in 11 years. Isn't that Thank incredible? <laughs> nah, don't give a fuck, mate. Stir- you know, and that's a weird thing. Like, the Hall of Fame, everyone pumps it up. And it is football's night of nights. After the Brownlow, after the grand final, and after the footy show opening yeah. uh, dance-off. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the Hall of Fame the, the, is right up there. The footy show review. I mean, that would have to be number one, surely. Oh, yeah. That's what everyone's going for. Whenever, I, I, whenever you've got the grand name of Tony Bartuccio connected to it. And that's actually a good question. When is Tony Bartuccio going to get into the AFL Hall of Fame for his contribution to AFL Entertainment? That's a very good point. And, and see, that's overlooked. When, when is Mike Brady? Well, that's another thing, yeah. I mean, did Mike Brady even perform at the event? Uh, I would say pre, pre-on-air broadcast. You've got to mm. get Brady. Yeah, is there a one day in June that he can kind of whip out, you know? Oh, I mean, fame is a really easy word to rhyme. You know, game. So you'd have to have a Hall of Fame song. Yeah, Hall of Fame, do it for the game. Lame. You, you cunt to lame. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't really like the Hall of Fame. I don't want to hear about players who played. If it wasn't VFL, AFL, don't give a fuck. Mate. Oh, really? Oh, you, you played for East Fremantle, did you? Oh, good on you, you fuckhead. So could I have. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, fifties. There's Ray Sorrell who actually did play for Fremantle, uh, yeah. East Fremantle, played for South Fremantle as well. He jumped over to coach for what a couple a, of years, uh, and then hate that th- dog. they all turned on him, and then they came. Then he came back to East Fremantle. Yep. Uh, and Verdon Howe. You don't get many Verdons these days, do you? Not don't enough. He, don't hear two little many kids in kindergarten. Verdon, Verdon, come over here. <laughs> he was he was a Brownlow medalist. Verdon Howe. Yep, Brownlow medalist in '59. Oh, it was a good year too. That was some deep competition. Hey, check this. He won the Brownlow in 1959. He played 159 yeah. games and kicked 59 goals. Wow. Yeah, that's quite that incredible. Is, yeah. Uh, and Ben Hart got in. Do Adelaide you encourage Crows. redheads to get into the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Do you remember Ben Hart as being like a Hall of Fame type player? Let's tailor the tape, Adam. 311 games. Okay. 44, 45 goals. Probably could have tried harder there. I mean, I know he played, yeah, played probably yeah. 90% of his games in the background, in back it's line. It's not the but point, mate. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. It's metres gained. You've got to move forward. Uh, We've all seen the lab. It's all about metres gained. Eight games for South Australia. Four for Australia. Premierships oh. in 97, 98. Best of Ferris, yeah. 99. And okay. 2000, and then oh, four-time four All-Australian. Okay. All right. Well, no, I concede Ben Hart. Congratulations. And I'm sorry I doubted you. And I'm sorry for chanting out Ben Hart is a sham at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there there was a bit of talk of people going in. Um, the Dominator, they talked about him going in. Oh, he should have gone in. Um, who are a few of the others? I mean, it's, if your nickname's The Dominator, you're not like... Oh, the occasionally kick a goal every seven <laughs> games bloke. Yeah, yeah. You're the dominator. Uh, there was talk about Trevor, uh, Trevor Barker going in. I mean, these people will get in eventually, but it's just, uh, yeah. you know, everything takes a bit of time. Just as we're going to get in eventually, Adam, into the media wing. Well, see, that's the point. Why does it have to take time? Like, if Trevor Barker is going to be in the Hall of Fame, just fucking put him in, mate. Yeah. What well, are you waiting for, Hall of Fame? Why do we make the numbers bigger each, each year? Like, just make yeah. it like, you know, instead of five, make it 500. Everybody gets in. Yeah, and so... It's kind of like a really quick uh, interview with Jared Whateley. How yeah. are you going? Good. All right. Fuck yeah. off. You. What are you doing? Uh, uh, I run PAs. Great stake. All right, keep going. <laughs> keep going, Johnny Platten. That kind of shit. Yeah. You don't need to hang on it. But there was a conversation at the dinner. Oh. Between our special friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of had broke bread and made peace. It was um, the name of our um, studios, Wayne Jackson. Oh, yeah. Our mm-hmm. favourite uh, ever CEO of the AFL. Yeah, and he talked to Greg Williams. Oh. 20 years, pretty much, after the infamous suspension of Greg Williams when he got um, he got nine weeks for pushing umpire Andrew Coates in 1997. Oh, fuck you, Coatesy. Were you at he that was trying game? to get to Sean Denham. Yeah, because uh, Denham had called him a fat... I'm trying to look at... I'm trying to see what is um, the wording of it exactly. Yeah, it is what I thought. It's a fat cunt. I thought it might have been fat fuck But I had to clarify that Absolutely Um, We need clarification Were you at that game? Uh, No I don't believe so Was it the opening round Or was it close to the opening round? No I think it might have been the opening round And then Carlton appealed for ages And he didn't get the suspension Until the back half of the season From memory I think you're right. Here we go. Nine-week suspension was appealed in the courts by Williams and won. The AFL then appealed and won. Um, Fuck the AFL for appealing. Why are you appealing? <laughs> Stop appealing. Fuck, man. It was Cost Diesel nine weeks of his life, of his footballing life. It did happen in round one, and then he had to do the uh, final suspension in um, round 16, so that's when he had to leave in disgrace. So he wouldn't have got to play finals that year? Uh, no, he wouldn't have, yeah. So had they accepted it, he would have been back in round 11. But instead, they missed the finals. Uh, yeah, it would have been back in round 11. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. But didn't 97 would happen in the finals there? But also, can we just talk about, um, since when is it okay to call someone a fat cunt? I mean, you know, this, that's like uh, vilification. Yeah, and I wouldn't call If anything, f- Sean Denham should have been rubbed out for 22 weeks for bringing up his uh, excessive weight. Would you call him fat, though, Greg Williams? No, nah, I wouldn't. He's kind of stocky. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Not yeah. fat. No. But certainly. I mean, I don't know if he's cunt. And with, yeah, that's a big question. I mean, we, okay, we're, we're fat we find obviously offensive, but yeah. the word cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, more of a. More of a. Uh, a fat fuck, I think, would have worked. Yeah, fat fuck, I think, might be more appropriate in this situation. Yeah. Your fat cockhead? Yeah. Your asshole. Think, yeah. Yeah. Your ducker, maybe. Yeah, your fat douchebag. Yeah. That kind of stuff is yeah. okay, but yeah. The FC. Come nah, on. moving on. Yeah. Too much. But at least they made they made peace. I reckon, do you reckon they're hanging out? Just Greg Williams and uh, Wayne Jackson just going, fuck, man, it's 20 years and we haven't caught up. What do you want to talk about? And then Diesel goes, who are you? 
And he's like, oh, <laughs> fuck, you got a lot of concussions, didn't you? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so he, uh, Wayne Jackson said that he felt for Williams and mm. he said... Well, should have fucking done something at the time, shouldn't he? Well, it's kind of a, kind of an apology without the apology. He said, I don't yeah. think I said I regret it, but I felt for him. So I think it's a bit of a John Howard apology. Kind of like I feel deep regret, but I'm not yeah. actually apologising. But also at the same time, I know it was a... It was, it's 1997, so a different era, but I, he, he did push the umpire. It was only slight, and it, and it was kind of like almost like a incidental, like he almost didn't know, you know, he was just kind of pushing randomly. But he yeah. did, did did give him a bit of a shove. What do you reckon? Should he have got nine? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, he should have been encouraged to yeah. shove the umpires. I mean, if you get in the way of someone who's just called you a fat cunt, <laughs> you do not. And fuck, fuck you, Coatsy. Yeah. Fucking, he should have gone to the, ah, oh, fuck, I'm angry about it. Why'd you make me angry? Hey, the comments are quite funny on this Sarah Herald Sun article. Uh, yeah. I deserve an apology. Uh, sorry? They measured? Yeah, it says, I deserve an apology. I'm a Richmond member. There we go. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Bit of controversy here. Mm. Oh, no, that one. That one's a bit racial. Won't read that one. Um, Williams was a jet and played footy hard. Jeez, I miss those days. Yeah, good. No, that's why worth commenting. You know, you just want to hear what people yeah. out there are thinking. And if you think that sort of stuff, then write it. Go for it. Uh, Bakes wants an apology from the um, um, from the AFL as well. Stephen Baker. Yeah. Didn't he get like 12 weeks or something like that? Yeah, but didn't he like punch someone in the face? Like 15 times? Their bro- yeah, punch their broken hand. It was Stevie J, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then Stevie J elbowed him in the in the eyeball. Uh, oh, really? We turned, like he just kind of swung the elbow back and hit him in the face. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so hopefully we've closed that chapter, that dark, dark day on Australian history well, when Greg Williams pushed the umpire. Yeah, well, not even that. It's just been, I think, footy has been sullied ever since because Wayne Jackson and Greg Williams weren't talking. Like, you know, we yeah. can all talk about Hawthorne's three-peat, Brisbane's three-peat, yeah. but all of them were tainted yeah. by the fact that the Diesel and Jacko weren't mates. Absolutely. And now... If you guys get the four-peat, it'll mean a lot more because these two are uh, on talking terms. Yeah, definitely. I think, if anything, Diesel and um, Wayne Jackson, uh, whoever wins the premiership this year, they should be the two who raise the cup. Yeah. Yeah. and then kind I, of, think, I think that's what the people need to say. And then, symbolically, they drink out of it together. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great call. And then they just, like, um, both take a shit on Andrew Coates. Yeah. Now, what we need, though, if we... I mean, that everything is tainted at the minute, but... To really clear the conscience of the AFL, what we really need is for Eddie and Mick to make up, to break bread. Can they ever break bread, Michael? That's a good question. I mean, how's Mick's teeth? Does he eat bread anymore? (laughs) (laughs) It's very soft. It's in uh, milk. But one day, one day, maybe one day they'll get around the table and they can, um, you know, have a conversation about, you know, that time that Eddie Eddie, um, brought in And he's worried about his health. Yeah, he's going to die. He's going to drop dead. He was going to drop dead on the field. They didn't want that, so they got Nathan Buckley to take over. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude. Yo. we got a women's league. I love it. Starting next year, Adelaide, Brisbane Lions, Carlton, Collingwood, Fremantle, Greater Western Sydney, Melbourne, and the Western Bulldogs. They're going to start up in the women's league. That's pretty cool news. I think it's great. And also, I hope, and I don't know uh, how it's all going to be played out, but will they be curtain raisers? I the- really hope, actually. I reckon they're ironing out details. I do really, really hope that uh, yeah. that they are uh, the curtain raisers. Yeah. Now it's not. Oh, I think that be... would be great. That's when they get more of an appreciation of what they do. I and think don't don't bury them out in some, you know, out in the boonies. Yeah, and and unfortunately won't be in front of every game because there are only eight teams. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realise this, but it seemed the um the essentially teams you know submitted essentially yeah. kind of trying you know to get a franchise, and so the AFL then kind of worked through it and tossed a few out and. Um, and you guys are the winners. So, Carlton, you got another team to barrack for, mate. Oh, mate, I'm looking forward to it. Well, we got to actually, we'll speak of this now, actually, before we forever hold our peace. The, um, we got a footballers in real life during the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, from our friend Ryan. Uh, mm. And he sent a photo over from Metro in Fremantle. Oh, yeah. And it's a couple of Ryan's mates with the one, the only, Chicken Train. Toot, toot. Oh, really? Yeah, over in WA. So he's cross state borders, so everyone yeah, beware. Wow. <laughs> What's he doing over in WA? I had a couple cracking uh, footballers in real life this week, Adam. What happened? Uh, go to the airport, Melbourne Airport, yesterday, Tullamarine. Who do I yep. see? The Melbourne Football Club. 
Oh, yeah. Looking in very good spirits, though, having a bit of a chuckle, a bit of a laugh. Big Maxi Gorn oh. was there. I spotted the beard first. That's actually how I kind of hinted that it was a Melbourne team. Yep. So a big fat beard, and then I was like, oh, they're wearing blue and red. And uh, they're looking competitive, looking sharp, going through security with absolute ease. Oh, so they should. I mean, they've done it so many times, Melbourne. And then we had a cracking one on Friday night. This is me again. <laughs> so it's a cracking right, one. Mate. Yeah, get on the tram from Etihad to head on home after a glorious victory. Who do I yeah. see? Everybody's favourite footballer, Bob Murphy, sitting there looking resplendent, legs crossed, skinny jeans, checking out the phone. And I was surprised, actually. No one was kind of giving too many of a, uh, much of a look. Like I... There weren't too many footy. There didn't seem to be too many footy fans on the on the tram because it was a bit after the game, so they kind of had spread and uh, dispersed. Yeah, well, you'd been down in the rooms trying to get in interviews with North Melbourne, so Absolutely. you'd have to stick around for a little while. Yeah, definitely. Um, just uh, did, does Bob Murphy did he touch on? Ah, yeah, good question, actually. Yeah, yeah, or is he just a free you know freeloader? I reckon he'd get off a ticket if they got in and said, you know, show us your Mikey. He'd just go, mate. Bob Murphy. Bob Murphy, yeah, and they Absolutely. go. Absolutely, okay, so okay. he should. Yeah, yeah, you're allowed to go. Yeah, but how cool is that? That Bob Murphy is using public transport. Man of the people. Oh, I forgot to say, I bashed him, but man oh, cool. of the people. <laughs> yeah. And he was asking for it. And we're getting uh, very lucky in terms of uh, Etihad Stadium. What's going on now? They are already getting bigger screens in the in the uh, that's true Medallion in the Medallion Club. Club. Um, the AFL has put towards the Victorian government a three hundred million dollar revamp. Yep, good. Now, 300 mil? Yeah. This, it's a fucking new stadium. What do you need to 300 mil revert? You know what? They should make it into a TV show, Channel 9. Oh, okay. They get a bunch of contestants. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good idea. Yeah. Eddie had renovation. That's a massive idea. I'd apply yeah. for that. Yeah. You go, oh, we put like a little bit of an ensuite in the Ford Pocket. You go, yep. that is delightful. You know, when you're going for goal and you go, fuck, got to go for a piss. Yeah, sure. You know, they kind of have, they each unveil a, a bay yeah. at a time. They yes. go, this is one of the most beautiful bays I've ever seen. <laughs> I love what you've done with the colours. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, those seats just, like, when you stand up, they fold back up. Yeah. And you're like, wow. That's you, incredible. You know one thing I noticed, actually, after the game on Friday night? There was always kind of popping going on. I thought maybe there were fireworks over at the Amy Stadium or something like that or somewhere. And then I realised all around the ground, people were popping, I think, from... The, the, there's, um, you know, those kind of... Um, uh, they're kind of uh, tubes that you inflate... And you bang them together and oh, they make a noise. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So the old inflatable bangable tubes. Yep. All around the stadium after the game, there's just this pop, 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 and people all going around just popping these things. Like it was, it went forever. Like around the stadium. You know what disappoints me about that is there are children in Africa who don't have air. Yeah, true. And then these people are just popping, just letting out fresh air. Yeah, sure. I mean, they're lo- wasting it. I'm sure there are heaps of kids in the Congo who want to bang together. Yeah. To Plasticky Plastic. kind of flimsy things whenever their team kicks a goal. But how did someone come up with that? That's the most moronic thing that we have at, a, at our game, don't you think? To the, the things he banged together. Yeah, ba- banging together two tubes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever happened to you know clapping your hands? No, don't do that. It's too much effort. Shouting at the umpire. You know, what we're always interested in behind the goal is a person who's got a flag the size of your house. Yeah. <laughs> You know, always wear that. You're like, fuck, how do you get that up there? How do you how get does to everyone th- behind you go, mate, fuck off? How do you get to the game too? You need to strap it on the roof. Yeah. It's like a pole vault. What's like a banner? Hmm. Floating a banner around. It's dangerous. I don't like it. I'm scared. Okay, three. Sit behind the goals. $300 million revamp. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, including. But this is in Melbourne, so don't forget that uh, 300 mil doesn't go very far. It's yeah. like a two-bedroom flat. So it's kind of uh, their AFL kind of doesn't really like the idea, Eddie's idea of building that you know new stadium over near the MCG, next to yep. the MCG, because basically well, he, he was talking about doing it on top of the MCG, wasn't he? Yeah, well they've got to kind of put high sense on stilts and then move it, like you know you put it on yeah. the back of a big truck, like you see yep. sometimes with a house, and and obviously the traffic on Swan Street's a mess, and you can't, you can't oh, do that. Fuck. Imagine getting stuck behind Hisense. You're like, oh, fuck, can, I, can I overtake? <laughs> fuck. I hate Hisense. So they want to move it. So they want to open out the area to Harbour Esplanade. Is that out okay. the back or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that goes yeah. down to the waterfront where no one goes. Yep. Okay. For $300 million, this is what they want to do. So they want to do that. Yeah, out the back where it's okay. like that yeah. wind tunnel and, yeah. Yeah, good. So sort of like a, like a patio. I you know, when you so. walk out the back of your, you know, be, you know what they should have is just big sliding glass doors at the back of Eddie had, and when the game finishes, they just open that up to like a barbecue area. Yeah, nice, nice. Mm. Um, a running track, definitely wind its way around the ground. Great running track. Great. 
That's perfect because you know how now it's just like it's concrete and mm. it goes right around the ground, but you don't know where to go because <laughs> it's not a designated running track. But if yeah. you have that track, you're like, oh, fine, okay, I just yeah. run around the ground. Yeah, I mean, you need spongy floor. That's what you know. That's what you need. Well, Adam Cooney's never done a lap ahead. He had um, a running track, and then you have mm-hmm. a giant rock climbing wall as well. I don't know if yeah, that's built uh, onto the ground, like on the side of the ground. So. You know, at the end of a game, if you're kind of really moody, you just jump up on the top of the rock climbing thing and then say, here we go, this is the end. Make your way. Well, you know how many times when you're at a game, you're like, fuck, I just feel like climbing. Yeah, definitely. And there's nowhere to do it, like legally. Yeah, We've sure. all climbed the light tower at the MCG. Yeah, yeah. But you get shot down pretty quickly. Um, okay, this is an interesting one. Mm. They want to have community yoga classes on the playing surface. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Eddie Hatter's been screaming for that. Because, you know, after a game... I don't want to kick the footies around. I don't want to be dodging footballs. I want to be doing like, you know, I want power da- poses. Yeah, I want downward dog. That's what yeah, I want. That's what everyone wants. And, and all, not, not in the centre square. We're not fuckwits. We're not going to ruin the ground. Well, you know what? That's actually really a good point because they've got a kind of a computer imagery of what it would look like. I and, love these computer images. And there are literally, in this computer image, there are literally a thousand people on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But doing also, yoga. Doing yoga. Yeah, but also, yeah. they, have, they do have the centre square protected. <laughs> so they have a bunch of, bunch of screens up. Ah. So I suppose there's one instructor, and they've got yep. the, the center square protected, but it's a beautiful sunny day. The roof's open. It looks delightful. And there are literally 1,000 people doing yoga on Etihad Stadium. Do you really yeah. think that that's going to take off? Oh. I mean, are you saying they may, maybe are dreaming a bit too big? No, I don't think they're dreaming big enough. Yeah. I would make that. You could get a lot more people. Like if you look in the pockets there, there's no one doing yoga in those pockets. There's a lot of wasted space. Like – Around the boundary, like everyone's doing yoga in the corridor. True. Everyone's doing yoga on the fat side of the ground. Well, I think it would encourage you know, encourage people to kind of you know play down the corridor if you yeah. if you did put 50, 50 or sixty people doing yoga on the wing. Mm. No one's running through that. I uh, mean, the AFL and yoga have been sort of synonymous, so you may as well put it on a grand scale. Like if you went to that game, or sorry, to that yoga session, and then there's like oblivious cam during the yoga. Uh huh. Yeah. What a great afternoon. Yeah, it's my perfect Saturday. Yeah. And then there's another computer image, right, that I want to take yep. you through. And, it, and can we just say, like, underneath the images, it says images from AFL secret pitch document. So this has been leaked. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's Someone a, has found this. Yeah, it's a 32-page thing. But the weirdest thing, that they kind of have a picture of a parkland at the front of Etihad. Yeah. And there are little kids with balloons and oh, yeah. everyone's got a big smile on their face. I've never seen people that happy at Etihad in my entire life. And that probably includes after times people have won finals. Like, oh, I've never seen that. There's a MILF there. I mean, that doesn't happen. <laughs> there's, there's not anyone. No one is wearing a tracksuit. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And no one is saying, 18 bucks for a fucking kebab. Yeah. No one's trying, no to, one. no one's trying to smuggle Nando's in. <laughs> it's none of that shit. No one's and, like, and the skies are blue. Yeah. No one's saying, nah, it's not vodka. It's just water. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just got Pringles in me Pringle box. Not a flare. So they want to chuck 300 grand, uh, 300 million at that. So yeah. they, want, they want the help of the government, obviously, to do that. But I suppose it means that they're not considering building another stadium. They just want to revamp uh, Docklands. But actually, people made the point, too, um, that uh, even though it's only about 16 years old, that it was yeah. built kind of before Wi-Fi and the like uh, and some of the advancements in technology. Oh, things have changed over 16 years. Like mm. stadiums of today are just... I mean, they've got running tracks. They've got climbing yeah, walls. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just, I mean, Eddie had an embarrassment. You know when, <laughs> you know when international people come over and they go, "Oh, we're yeah. down the footy. Are we yeah. going to climb before?" And you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck." Well, I'm I definitely sorry. know. I definitely know when it comes to the Super Bowl. Um, the only way mm. you can get the Super Bowl in your town is if your stadium has a climbing wall. <laughs> the NFL are absolutely track. strong on that. Oh, absolutely fuck. strong on that. And we are so far behind. We're backwater. <laughs> Yeah, I think we might as well wrap it up, Adam. Well, can we just say quickly, we had a uh, a tweet in during the week from Daniel, and he said, I work on an oyster farm on the Rubicon River in northern Tasmania, That's and right. I've yet to see a single Suns player this week. Because remember, we talked about the Rubicon. That is disappointing. I mean, if, you, if you're going to cross the Rubicon, mate, know where it is. Yeah, particularly in a bye week when they actually oh, got a real chance to do it. Perfect time 
to go to the Rubicon. Hey, actually, there's another thing I forgot before we go. And you know how we yeah. talked a couple of weeks ago about the rules that the AFL wanted to bring in about players uh, handing over the little memorabilia oh, yes. after yep, the game? Yep. Yep. No, no more T-shirt cannons, none of that shit. I can't, I can't say for certain which Hawthorne player it was, mm. but there was one of them who piffed it about 20 rows back at Eddie Ed Stadium on Friday night. Oh. So to me, we need to go to the footage. Talk about they, They're very quick and going to the umpire footage, but they're not quick and going at the uh, post-game, here's my little soft toy footy. I saw one of them piff it. Can't say who it was for sure, but, yeah. um, but I obviously think he should be reprimanded, as is the rules. Well, do you think that that has kind of taken the win away, for, like the excitement of the win? Yeah. Like, and does I, that ruin the win for you? And I think it actually probably adds to why Brad Scott was so angry. He said, not yeah. only not only have we have the umpires, you know, saying weird things, but I clearly see Hawthorne players contravening AFL law yeah. after the and game. throwing Nerf 20 rows back. That's, yeah. just, that's not on. He, he, he got the players, he got the North players into the rooms after the game and said, that's how they treat us. That's how they treat us. And then he gave them a, a five-hour lesson on how to hand the ball over to a child. Not an adult, a child. You guys can be unsociable during a game. That's fine. But yep. when you take it after the final siren, after even the second siren, yeah. that's, that's enough. I don't, I'm, uh, pers- you guys are animals. Personally, I, I don't want to win the flag this year. I think it's nah. yeah. No, should you? That I should feel, be taken away. You should be like Essendon. Yeah, I feel sickened. Yeah, we got yeah. so okay, we got an asterisk two, next to that. Well, we've got two teams playing ninth now. So Hawthorne and North are now ninth in That's our disgusting. book. But we'll disgusting. wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. We are Junk Time AFL Podcast at Gmail. We're Junk Time AFL Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I'm going to head back this week, back to Wayne Jackson Studios. But I'll keep you updated. I'll try, I'll try to get to Metricon, Adam, to have a look around. Are you um, far away from it? Uh, about a twenty minute drive. It's kind Will of, you be up there next Saturday? No, I won't be. No. You'll be back. Oh, that's a shame. Maybe but you can go see a training session. Yeah, I actually looked at that website already and they say they don't have any open sessions this week. Oh, do they want fans or not? Yeah, but no, but you've got to keep that secret game plan yeah, under no, wraps. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. no, Rodney, yeah, but you want to keep that under wraps. I'll try and get down there and have a look around. See can you Brock. go down there with a Rubicon banner? <laughs> <laughs> Cross the Rubicon, you fuckheads. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Essentially, it's kind of you get to surfers and then you turn yeah. a hard right and you go inland, and that's where Metricon is. Okay, handbrakey. Yeah, there you are. So I haven't said right. that. I haven't said that. I'll I'll try to get to Metricon, but I'll definitely get to Cavill Avenue. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Yeah. Okay, hey, look out for Harley Bennell. Yeah, true. Yeah, actually, I've got to do that police interview. Yeah, we better go. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> I'll be with you in a second, officer, and I will name names. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Go Hawks. Go by. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.